0: Relationship with my mother, what she meant to me. She was the one woman that believed, inspired, taught, encouraged, never gave up on me. And I always wondered what would have been what would have been like if she hadn't gotten sick, if she hadn't passed. There's a part of me that wants her here. There's a part of me that wishes I can get her back. I would like to do, hopefully down the line, a video of me and my mother. And you're gonna say, how is that possible if she's gone? Well, I could take bits and pieces from pictures, make them into a video and you could see for yourself what she meant to me. Again, she was more than a mother. She was more than a mother. She she was my best friend. A good woman, a woman that took very good care of her husband and her girls. Did a phenomenal job taking care of the house and everybody in it. She was a woman that did many things a lot of people were inspired by her the neighbors for one were inspired by her everything was just it was beautiful that she was here on this earth she was a beautiful angel she was a healer she healed me through my time when I was going through my illness when I think about everyone says I see some of your mother in you and that's not a bad thing I just wish we had the bond in me growing up because again I was more closer to my father than I was than my mother. Both of my sisters had that special bond with my mother when they were in their teenage years and when me, when I was born again I was closer to my father and not to say that I didn't love my mother. I loved my mother with a passion. I, I, I loved her with so much that I had. If you go back to a time when she was a beautiful woman, I saw a picture of her as a young woman. She hasn't changed. She hadn't changed. She was always the same, except as you get older, you decrease in size. She was a beautiful woman, though. Beautiful black hair. She made her own clothes, she was a seamstress, she made her own clothes, she didn't believe in buying clothes in the store, she made her own clothes, she was very gifted at it. Did I say to her, that I love her, and will always love her, she's a part of me. They're both a part of me, but more so with her, my relationship with her strengthened after our father, when my father passed. one thing I've always wanted to ask her, but she always had a hard time talking about, is the relationship with her father. But I think that if her father had been around for her and for her siblings and and their mother at that time, the circumstances would have been different. Circumstances would have been different. I think that when I was growing up, I think, if I'm not mistaken, my mother might have been a little bit jealous of the relationship I had with my father, but the fact that when she was a young girl, her and her father was strained. And a part of me thought, what's going on here? Why is she feeling the way she's feeling? I didn't understand at the time the relationship that my mother had with her father. Now I heard he wasn't a very nice man, but then maybe that's just talk. Maybe that wasn't the truth. My mother could tell you stories about her childhood and about her life and, or, the, or the, the, the other stories of the, the young girlfriends that she had. I saw pictures of them. They would be traveling in a canoe going from one end of the, because they lived in an island, and there was no transportation of any kind. You had to get through on a boat. You had to paddle your way through in the water. And then she told me the first time she got on the back of a motorcycle. I said, Mom, weren't you afraid? She goes, no. At that time, though, you didn't have to wear a helmet, which I thought was a little unsafe. What happens if, if they lose control and, you know, you get hurt? But she was a fierce, fearless woman, fearless. Nothing nothing made her afraid. Now, I I looked at my mother and I thought, you're not afraid of anything. She goes, why should I be? You put fear in yourself. That's what you do. You put fear in yourself. Remember, fear is not even an emotion at all nothing. She said to me, I was never afraid of anything. But she went through a lot of hurt. Like I told you that she lost her dog. Her uncle did what he did, and she never forgave him for that. She also, she went through a lot of tumultuous times as a young woman. And then her and my father, my father found the woman that would melt his heart and take away the pain. See, they had that in common. They both came from pain, living in those times. And They weren't too far from each other, but they were on an island. They both grew up on an island. I don't remember the name, so if you ask me exactly where, I would have to look it up. <laughs> I have their birth certificates in a vault. But I also know that both of them were resilient. They both survived so much that was thrown at them at that time. But my mother, when we talk about her life, she had a hard time opening up. I don't know if it was from shame. I don't know. I don't know if she was afraid tell me that I would look at her differently. I said, mom, you survived. it. You went through the hardest time in your life. You survived. You know, a lot of people now are struggling right now and are ready to give up. You didn't. You could have easily said, hey, I can't do this. I can't. I will not do this. But you didn't. You and mom, your your, your mother and, 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 and all the your siblings everybody minus your father got through it and so did dad dad got through it too you know they had to do what they had to do to survive there's no shame in that and of course when they got to america and and they got into a better better life they still struggled as a couple as parents when I came along, I thought I made it harder for her because I'd said to her, did you really want me? She goes, what are you talking about? Of course I wanted you. That was an accident. No, you were a gift from God. You weren't an accident. See, I always still believed that if I wasn't born, that their lives would have been a lot simpler. I think I complicated their lives. You know, they had two mouths to feed. Now you're gonna add one more to the mix. A lot of people said stop blaming yourself, you were a baby, you couldn't have known. You have to understand you're immigrants coming into America to make a life for your family, to start fresh. But there's always some type of an obstacle that you have to overcome, some type of crisis that you have to deal with. Now again, everyone seems to think that life is easy, it's not. When you're a child, everything is simple. You don't have to worry about anything but going to school, getting education, doing your homework, going out and playing with your friends. When you get to be an adult, it changes. Now you have a responsibility to yourself. What are you going to do with your own life? How are you going to make it? My mother taught me a lot. She was a very good teacher. She taught me so much. And I want to take those lessons that she taught me and pass them on to the next generation. If you look at, let's break down the decades. If you look at each decade, how how did you grow up? When did you grow up? Your father and mother were the best teachers that you had, minus school. Because again, what your parents teach you is a lot different than what you're taught in school. And what you're taught in school, you're not gonna use it in the real world. Your parents taught you how to be compassionate, humble, Giving human beings to help those in need. To say thank you. To always be polite, to be compassionate, to be humble. My nickname is Humble. And I think my mother was like that too. She was a giving woman. Just like my father. But she didn't work outside the home. If she wanted to, she could have worked outside the home. My father didn't say, you can't get a job. She chose to be a housewife and mother. She chose, and he he accepted it. And I watched her from the time that I was little to a certain part, certain time in my life, I watched her. She was amazing in everything that she did. She kept the house neat. She cooked, she cleaned. She even fixed things around even after my father passed away. And I didn't think that she had that in her. She was the type of woman that everybody looked up to. She was the type of woman that people revered and wanted for their own mother. My next-door neighbor joked around and said, Your mother is like a woman for all ages, of all decades. She was like a woman that people looked up to, that, you know, looked at her stories and would sit there and listen for hours to everything that she said. But she helped me through the most difficult time. She made me see that life wasn't all that bad, that life was beautiful again, that you don't need to compete. You don't need to impress upon anybody. Just be yourself. You are a beautiful woman. She reaffirmed that in me. You are a beautiful woman. Make yourself believe it. If there's nobody out there who doesn't think so, then that's their opinion. That shouldn't bother you. You're a beautiful woman, inside and out. You have a compassionate soul, a kind heart. Don't let someone take that and destroy it. Don't let someone make you feel like you're nothing. See, my mother, again, she, had, she was a tough cookie. She didn't let anyone or anything get to her but she was sensitive I take after her and her sensitivity and there's nothing wrong with showing the emotions you know everyone's emotions sometimes people bottle them up inside because they're afraid that if they let them out people are gonna see them in a different light no any emotion that you can show is a strength I've told that to all of you and I'm gonna keep on telling you that crying laughing yelling any type of emotion that you have that's bottled up inside Let it all out. You're letting all that negative energy escape from you. When you keep everything bottled up inside, down the line, you're going to have a health problem. Think about that. It's not going to be good for you or the people in your life. You're going to start attacking and and, and going after them and changing them and do everything that you can to push them out of your life. Don't do that. Don't push somebody out of your life because of what you're going through. My mother had said to me, there is somebody out there for everybody. You will find someone who will love you as you are, who will appreciate you, who will stand beside you, who will do what has to be done. In the end, it's the tool of you against the world. You know, my mother and father's marriage was fairy tale like. And I used to look at pictures and I said to myself, my mother and father were perfect for one another. She had her flaws, and so did he. But she didn't let that stop her from being the person that she wanted to be with. Everyone would talk, yeah. Her own, her own family loved my father. But when it came time for my father to introduce my mother to his family, that was another story. Then I understood the amnesty between them. They couldn't stand one another for what? The only ones that she really got along with are my father's older brother and the other sister. The youngest sister, not so much. His mother and father, forget it. I was told by my father's father, that he was a mean man. He was not friendly at all. He was not someone that you'd wanna go up to and sit on his lap and have him tell you a story. If anything, he pushed you away. I didn't like that. As I always said to myself, I would have loved to met my mother's parents. But unfortunately, that's why I want to go back to that, that part of my life where I, I know that we are missing a family member. There's a family member out there that we don't know about. My father and mother's family was very complicated. There were so many secrets, so many things that were being held. Now, again, my mother was the oldest of five. And I credit her because she did a phenomenal job being a second mother to her siblings. Because, you know, her whole mo- mother didn't work outside the home. So what was she going to do? It's hard raising five children on your own. So, my mother stepped in at a very young age, became a second mother. She told me the stories. She told me of how she would, you know, take care of her siblings and, and make sure that they ate and discipline them when they got out of hand. She told me the story of how she disciplined her younger sister. I mean, mom, how did you do that? It had to be done. In that time, it was very difficult, but they made it work. They made it work they had to. If I look at my mother as a true hero, somebody inspiration that I would even want to revere, that's the person who I want to revere. I look to her for inspiration. And even now that she's not here, there's a part of me that misses her. There's a part of me that feels that if I give up too soon, she'll frown upon that. How I grew up, we didn't believe if we take our lives, it's a sin right there. It's the greatest sin. God will not forgive you. God will not even show mercy on you. He's showing mercy on you now for what you're going through. And he wants to protect you. But if you decide to take your life because you think that's the only way out, then he will frown upon that. You have to understand that my mother and me had the best relationship ever. We got closer after my father passed. It took that many years for us to get closer. There's a part of me that just wants to grab on to what we had. She went through so many struggles as a wife and a mother, but she had me. She almost died having me. She told me that I didn't even know. And I said to myself, but why did you have me? Because I loved you, number one. You were a gift from God. You were a gift from God. You actually think I would take that gift that God gave me and say, look, I don't want it? No, no. I had you, yes. She died almost having me. She lost a lot of blood. She had a very difficult pregnancy. And I sometimes wish that I wasn't, that I hadn't been born. But I knew that if I had said that to her at the time, she would have frowned upon it. It was a part of me that wanted her around for a long time. She saw all of the sadness that I had gone through, the depression. She saw that I was very unhappy. She would try to cheer me up to the best of her ability, and she did. She, many times she made me laugh, many times, let's go for a drive, let's go out somewhere, let's play our card games. We had our card games on the weekends because she knew that I didn't have anybody to go out with. She saw me go out on numerous blind dates and didn't like any of the men. She goes, they're going to hurt you. Mothers know best. It's the one thing you have to know about mothers. They know best. They know what's best for their for their children at the time. And no matter how old you get, they never stop mothering you. Your parents never stop parenting you. They were always going to be with you, even when you have children of your own. They're always going to be around, and you're always going to need them. I I need her right now. I'm so lost without her. I feel so empty inside. It's a part of me that just wants to give up stopped myself many times. What's the purpose? What's the point of doing that? It's just that my life has not been fulfilling. I have had so many hurts, so many obstacles that I've had to deal with and and it, it gets harder every single time. But I hear her voice in my head and I hear her say to me, you must not give up. You must continue on. You will find that true happiness. You will find what you're looking for. And I asked my mother, I asked her, is it okay if I go back to Greece? Is it okay if I go back to where you and dad grew up? She goes, why would you want to do that? Because I want to see how you lived your lives. You survived it. You could have easily given up and you didn't. They had no choice. They had no choice at that time. They had to continue on. I mean, think about it. When you're growing up in the Depression, in extreme poverty, an earthquake hits the village, you're living in a tent. A tent. Imagine bringing up children in a tent. It's not easy, but it has to be done, right? Her childhood wasn't much of a childhood she had was robbed of her. Her father walked out on all of them which I still don't understand. But she said, I still loved my father regardless of what he did. He was my father. And when you have children of your own and they do something to you, you're still going to love them. Like I always told you now, I'm going to drill this to all of you. This is what she told me, her words. Quoting what she said, no matter what happens in life, no matter what you do, good or bad, I will always love you. I'm never going to stop loving you. I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to be there for you through good and bad, through good and bad. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you will apply that same quote. You will apply that to your own because no matter what your children do in life or the people that are in your life that do to you, you're still gonna stop, you're not gonna stop loving them. You're gonna continue on because that's what you need to do. You have to do that, it's important. No amount of, of bad that you do to yourself or whatever that you do in life is going to make me stop loving you. My mother had a way of making me feel special and her eyes loved. If you look at my life after it's going downhill. I still want to believe that there's a part of me that wants to believe that she's not gone, that she's on a trip somewhere, and that one day she will return, and it'll be as if nothing happened. She never was sick to begin with. But I'm fooling myself into thinking that that's going to be the case. I have to let go. I just have a hard time. So I don't like to see you alone. In all the years that I've seen you grow into a beautiful woman, I've seen your heart broken many times. How many times did people break your heart? How many times were harsh words said against you? How many times? Ask yourself that question. How many times? And I don't want to see that. You deserve love. You deserve for someone to love you, accept you, take care of you, protect you. Just like your father did for me. I want that for you she'd been to two of my sister's weddings my older sister and my middle sister and she goes when it's your turn and i'm hope hopefully that i will be around to see you walk down the aisle, be the happiest time of my life and she never got a chance to do that will i walk down the aisle, Mom? will there be somebody out there who will love me who will give me a chance to be loved all i want is unconditional love i don't want anything else but I feel like I've disappointed the one person in my life who I don't want to push away. You know, it's very rare to meet someone in your lifetime who has the same reaction, the same type of history with their, with their mother. The, the close bond, mother and son, mother and daughter, is strong. Just like father and daughter and father and son. The only difference is, look at it in the reverse. Now my mother and me were close after my father passed away. But before that, when I was a little girl, I was more closer to my father. And I sometimes wondered what would have happened if it was reversed. If I would have had that close bond with my mother instead of my father. That the bond would have been stronger. And I sometimes look at myself and my life and all the choices i made and all the pain and hurt that I put her through, but she still loved me. She never said, hey, I'm going to disown you or I'm not going to have you as my daughter. There were a few times when she didn't speak to me, but then she says, life is short and I don't want to lose that time I had with my daughter. I don't want to lose her from my life. I love her too much. But I just don't wanna see her go through any type of pain. She's a woman that has pain in her life. She never had an ounce of happiness. Why is that? That she begged to God every single day for a miracle. And even when I was sick with cancer, she was there for me through my darkest hour. I said, mom, I can't do this anymore. She goes, you have to, you have to be strong. You have to have the will to live. You have to do that. That's why I say to all of you, cherish the moment you have with your parents if they're alive. Spend as much time with them as possible. Just do what you have to do. There's a part of me that wants her back so bad. I just want her right now where I could talk with her. The way I feel right now, I feel so alone and empty. I feel alone and empty. I feel like I don't fit in anymore. I was so ready to take that bottle of poison. But she said, No, you will not do that. I won't let you. She goes, You're not here. I am watching you from up above and I don't like what I'm seeing. You need to be strong. I said, Mom, look at me. Look at how my life turned out. Look at how my life turned out. If you were here, I would be able to talk with you to tell you what I'm feeling. My emotions are getting the best of me. That I want to have these thoughts going through my head. She goes, look at me. I'm going to tell you one thing and I want you to understand. You have have someone in your life that you truly love. I want you to focus on him. I want you to focus on him. I want you to put your energies toward him. If he truly loves you, he will do the same for you. See, you two have something in common from what you were telling me. He lost his mother. I saw the pictures of him and his mother she was a beautiful woman she was like you she was beautiful she had beautiful qualities endearing warm caring fantastic at everything that she did you and her are have that in common you both have that and I say to all of you that my mother had grace when she was in this earth. She had grace, she had life. She never stopped living. She saw me go through my worst of all her daughters. One daughter was in a car accident and had amnesia and they thought that she they, that she wasn't gonna make it, but she did and she finally got her memory back. The other daughter had a cyst that was benign, that so she was there through that and then with me when I was diagnosed with my cancer and the time they thought I was gonna die she held vigil she said her prayers in church she held a rosary she went to the priest she went to God for a miracle and I got better because of it but then when she got sick how many times did I pray to God please make my mother well She did so much for me. She gave me a second chance at life. Why? Why, oh why? Can't you do the same for her? And she didn't want to live with any type of pain. And she made it very known to me. She didn't want me to go through that type of pain. She goes, if you can understand the pain that I'm going through, let me ask you a question. You lived through it. You went through it because I forced you to. If the situation was reversed, I would have done the same thing to you. But the pain that she had was a lot different. She was sick for the rest of her life. And I think it resulted from me being born. She's like, it's not you. You have to understand something. No matter what happens in our lifetime, We have to be strong for the people in our lives. We have to. We cannot. We have to find a way to be strong for one another. If you fall apart now, how's that going to look down the line? You need to be strong. You cannot fall apart. I don't ever want to hear you say to me, I almost took my life. I don't want to hear that. I want you to be happy. I want to see you. If I cannot see you in person, I want to see you from up above. Take your vows, walk down to the path of freedom and happiness. Do what you need to do to make your life happier. I want to see a smile on your face. I want to see you happy. Let the man in your life tell you every single day. And my mother said that she would haunt him if he doesn't come through on his promise. To love me unconditionally, to walk down the aisle for a better marriage, to meet with family. You are going to be loved by his family, he is going to be loved by us. I already love him. That's what she told me. She said she loves him even though she hadn't met him. She goes, I see him as my son-in-law, my future son-in-law. You know why? I hear the conversations that you two have, but you're also putting yourself through pain, and for what? What are you afraid of? I don't want to lose him. I'm always afraid that I'm going to lose him, but he's going to get tired of me. I just miss the text messages. I miss, I miss the phone calls. I just miss hearing his voice, and I miss him <laughs> serenading me and making me laugh and singing to me and all that. He just feeling that I've lost him forever. Don't think like that. You will not lose him. What does he always tell you? He's got you. You've got him. You've got each other. I'm scared. Don't let those fears become real. Don't let them consume you. Fight the fear. Fight it. You are a strong woman. You always have been. I—I yes, I, she said to me, my mother had said to me, I feel for you. The many times that I ever got into my relationships with people, with men, that's exactly what happened. They would break me down, they would hurt me, they would leave me. And she goes, you don't need someone like that in your life. You need someone who's going to stick around for you, who's going to take care of you, who's going to lift you up, who's going to make you proud to have you on his arm. But the day that you go and you meet with this family, you will hold your head up high. You will be polite, because my mother will be there giving me instructions. You will be polite. You will say please. You will say thank you. You will do whatever you have to do to make a good impression. Because if you don't, what's the alternative? What's the alternative? I don't want to ever hear you tell me. Ever tell me. That you are gonna try to do something to yourself. I will not forgive you if you do that. Have mercy. Have, Have an understanding. Life is beautiful when you have someone in there with you. I said, Mom, I want to make things happen with him. I want him to come down here. Then you both need to have a plan. You both need a plan. You both need to sit down and figure out how to do that. And if he dares, breaks your heart, guess who's going to be making a visit? My mother means what she says. She doesn't want her daughter or she never wanted me to have my heart broken. She saw my heart broken three or four times. She never wanted me. She never wanted me to be broken. She goes, I don't want to see you destroy yourself. And I don't want to see the light dim from you. You are a shining example of a woman who's come a long way. You've made me so proud of you. I'm very proud of you. I don't want to see anything bad happen to you. It would break my heart if it did. I'm scared of being alone in this world, and I'm scared of having no one to love me. For the longest time, I was never invited to go anywhere. Nobody wanted to be with me. Nobody wanted to have me in their life. Everybody was ashamed of me. They would hide me in the back seat or they would just walk 10 feet away from me. What kind of love is that? she goes, what kind of people do that? People that are cruel and hurtful? You don't need someone like that. Do You need someone who is proud to have you in his life, Who's proud to show you off to his family and to the people he works with. Just like you're going to do the same thing. You, both of you, will make magic together. You will create a wonderful life together. And you will have that and more. And I want that for the both of you. But if you give up, it's going to break my heart. Please don't do that. Please give it a chance. Hold on. Be strong. You need to be strong for each other. That's what you need to do. Be strong for one another and you will get through life. You will get through life and everything that life throws at the both of you. You've come so far. See, this both, both of you have that in common. You both have the love of your mother. Mothers. But they are no more. But they're both looking up at you. Both of us are looking up at you from down below. And we are seeing that both of you can get through it. I look back to my parents as an example. If they have gone through the struggles and they survived it, then I'm pretty sure we can do the same thing. We can survive it just as well. I I see my mother throwing that as an example. She was a resilient woman. She didn't let anyone or anything get to her. I admire that. I said, I want to be like you. She goes, you are like me. You don't see that. You have the qualities of, of me in you that's what she said and I'm like you're right I I I am like you that I'm not ashamed to admit it I'm proud to have you I'm proud to have qualities as you but be a little bit overprotective yes but that means that you love someone when you love someone you're overprotective of them and you worry about them and you're jealous of them that means that you love them never forget that always remember But I can say to you with confidence and with grace, please don't give up. Don't let your emotions take over. You have a purpose in this life. Focus on the one man in your life that you want to make happy. Focus on the one man that you are willing to give your life to, your heart to, your soul to. Focus on him. Make him your priority. hoping that when I share this with him, I can easily say, look, I understand the closeness that you had with your mother. We both have that. I can easily talk about it. I can cry with you. Show me your emotions. Tell me what she was all about. I read the type of woman she was to you. I even saw the video of how you described her. You put your mother up there for the whole world to see, to know about. You put her up there on a pedestal. She was beautiful in your eyes. She was a queen, just like my mother. If my mother and your mother got together, I'm pretty sure they would have a lot of things in common. And the one thing they have in common is to see the both of us have the happiness and love that we deserve. I know that with her words, if she was here right now, I would tell her, yes, I will continue on supporting him, standing beside him, doing good by him, being a good woman to him. A good woman. That's my vow to my love of my life, being a good woman. And to never let anyone or anything get to us, because when you let other people come in between the two of you, that's when it gets a little difficult. But I see the strength that you have for each other. You got that from your parents. Look back at their teachings, look back at what they taught you on how to be. Learn from them. Learn from the best. Because you do have a little bit. The both of you have a little bit of your father and your mother within you. And that is not a bad thing. That's a good thing. So remember that. So to conclude, I just wanted to let you know what she meant to me. If I'm able to talk about my emotions and feelings towards her, even after seven-year anniversary of her death is coming up, July I don't know if I'm gonna be around but I may be in another part of the world at that time I do want to go back to Greece because I think that the questions to the answers I've been looking for are there it's just a matter of searching for them and yes I need to do this not just for myself but for their honor I need to find out more of the legacy they left behind. But I need to continue with them. And when I do come up with any answers or surprises down the way, I'll let all of you know what I find. But again, it'll be a long journey. So I pray to God that things will work out and that I will find what I'm looking for. So remember, if you have your parents in your life now, Your mother, your father, both. Develop that relationship with them. Really talk with them. Get to know them. Include them in everything in your life. Remember, no matter how old you get, you are going to need your parents because your parents will never stop parenting you. They'll never stop loving you. They're always going to be there for you through good and bad, through every crisis that you can possibly put yourselves into. They will be there for you. Just remember that. God bless all of you. Take care